0: Welcome to the Boho News Podcast. Here, we share the latest news, comments, and opinion from across the boutique, lifestyle, and luxury hotel sectors, along with thought-provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name's Eloise Hansen, editor at BHN and host of this week's episode. This time, I'm speaking with Dan Rose Bristow, Chair of the Master Inholders and owner of the Torridon, about 2023 trends what hoteliers can expect at the Hotel Leadership Conference and their new KPIs of leadership. Absolutely super to have you on my podcast today, Dan. Thank you for taking the time to join. I know we're uh, in the midst and gearing up to a a couple of events that we're both actually hosting over the next week or so. And we'll get into uh, talk about that a bit later. But to kick off, I would like to hear from yourself, Dan, What key trends do you think will shape hospitality in 2023?
1: Thanks for having me on, Eloise. It's much appreciated. Um, Trends for 23. I think there are a lot of generic ones that we know they are about. I think some of the trends will be shaped by the challenges we're facing. Um, You know, there are going to be opportunities in 2023 for all of us as we've come out of this post-pandemic era um and I but I think it's still very relevant for most of us leaders that the challenges are at the forefront of our mind and it's how do we overcome them I think foremost attracting and retaining talent in our businesses is going to be probably the biggest challenge we face uh all of us are trying to uh, find new ways uh, of doing what we do and, and trying to attract talent and, and retain it um I think we've got Things like the impact from, from Brexit is still being felt. Uh, and there are things that are still being found out as to how it's going to affect us. We have things coming about from government, like local taxes, possible tourism tax that we're going to have to face in certain regions. Um, and I think, you know, you only have to watch news on a daily basis and find out somewhere is either covered in snow or is in a drought or is flooded that to know that ESG challenges both from a, from a climate basis, but also from a community a sustainability uh, uh, point of view are going to be really important for us all. And how do we as hoteliers do our play our part in that world? Cost of living. I mean, there are businesses at the moment that are struggling this winter uh, and that is, and they are going out of business uh, and, and we are getting to the point where it's it's about surviving the situation at the moment and i think you know last year was the first year of a new normal of trading and i think this year 23 we'll see continuing change in travel habits move away from staycation to more international travel we'll see more international travel coming back here you'll probably see an increase in pleasure business leisure mm-hmm. um and i think people will um be looking for continue to be looking for experiential type holidays and those are things that I think as hoteliers we need to, to 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 look at and make sure that we are ahead of the curve. Um, I think you know hoteliers are very good at what we do, and, and being resilient and flexible is is key to what to the success of these challenges that we face. Um, I think the real the, the the one that I that I consider the hardest is going to be the staffing. We have a, a shrinking market. There are you know, currently something like 173 vacancies available in our industry, uh, uh, and there aren't enough people to fill them. Um, but working with partners, uh, as master in holders do, like the IOH and like UK Hospitality, we are trying to get the message out there that uh, hospitality is is a a professional uh, a job, uh, and it offers great opportunities regardless of your skill set, from from a waiter and a, and a chef to to marketing and finance and, and and procurement um so i think um th- that is important to to to, to tackle head on and, and i think one of the the biggest things we need to do is we can't continue to do what we do as we're going to just going to continue to get what we get so we have to think differently um which is i think a little bit on the the on the the mindset of the uh leadership conference this year that the master and holders are supporting um that we got to you know Thinking um, outside the bubble uh, and trying to 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 do things slightly differently. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I'll um I'll ask you more about the hotel leadership conference in just a moment, as I'd be keen to hear um, what's on the agenda and, and and what hoteliers can learn. But before we do, um, Dan, I I understand you've just been appointed as chair of the Master in holders. So huge congratulations! What's your vision for the organization?
1: My vision is to focus on what we do very, very well. Um, we have some really world class capabilities within the Master Inholders. We've recently just reopened applications for the 11th cohort of the uh, aspiring leaders program, which is uh, uh, looking at the, the youth of today, the young managers, the heads of the department, the junior managers who are looking to become leaders of the future. Um, We've now had, you know, we've now got an alumni of over 100 100 or more uh, young uh, hospitality professionals who have passed through that course. um, And, you know, we're looking to continue and grow that as best we can. I think um, mentoring is really important. I think in this day and age, people are looking for affirmation and challenge in terms of how they work. And the master and holders offer a mentoring program. Where every every uh, master in holder offers themselves up as a mentor to mentees, and that is uh, available to a very wide spectrum of of the industry, um, and and we're trying to grow that and increase the mentee numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really important that, that we try and broaden our, our reach as 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 master in holders. Mm-hmm. The scholarships that the in holders uh, provide the worshipful company, uh, again, is up to. Twelve scholarships to uh, study at Cranfield or Cornell universities. So the opportunity that that provides for them is uh, to be in, in a room with like-minded people uh, and really expand their knowledge and experience, um, and gain a, a real professional toolbox uh, of techniques and tools to 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 tackle leadership and 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 to further their career as best they can. So I think that is an excellent um, opportunity for people. In fact, the the conference that we hold uh, is uh, predominantly held to drive, uh, to to get income and sponsorship for those scholarships. Um, And then I think um, as a a community of hoteliers, um, we really need to support individuals throughout the industry and we want to broaden that reach. And I think my focus will be to continue that. We want to try and get more master in holders involved um, in what we do. And we would like to increase the number of master in holders that are part of our organization. Um, I think the conference, as you know, has to be our key event. And therefore, this year, uh, in uh, in a couple of weeks, we have um, the leadership conference being held at the uh, Grosvenor Hotel in London um and jonathan slater is our conference chair there and we have a really exciting uh, program lined up and um, we have already um announced that we have a conference the next year uh, in the middle of january with adrian ellis conf- uh, who's the current hotelier of the year uh, will be the conference chair for that um so he's working hard on the theme and a concept which will be great and we'll launch that at the current conference uh, to excite people and i think Uh, Another new initiative we have on board is uh, our charitable work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this year we'll be announcing we've got a a Mastering Holders uh, charity cycle ride through Burgundy uh, where we'll be looking to raise funds uh, and uh, people will have the opportunity to ride with a Tour de France legend who most people know as Jonathan Raggett (laughs) from Red Carnation. (laughs) But um, so, yeah, I mean, I think what's key to me is do what we do really well and do it better. Forget some of the white noise and some of the other stuff. I think a lot of us in the last couple of years have realized that we need to focus on what we do. Mm -hmm. And we have trimmed away some of the stuff that that, that maybe we were doing that isn't hitting the mark. And I think master and holders have those four things, the conference, the scholarships, the aspiring leaders program, uh, and the mentoring. That's what we're known for. And that's what we do very well. And I think we need to continue to focus on that and broaden our reach. And that's what we're trying to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Busy two years ahead for you then, Dan. Say, (laughs) Let's talk about the conference then. Um, I understand the theme this year is uh, beyond the bubble. What can hoteliers expect from the event?
1: I think to be challenged. uh, That's, that's the whole point of it. I think, I've been a master and holder now for 10 years and I was going to the conference before that. And I always wanted to come away from the two days, having learned things that were new,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe added some things to my armory and toolkit that, that that I could apply back home at my own business. And also to, to network, which mm. uh, for me was all about seeking affirmation or researching new ideas or bouncing things off fellow hoteliers, which you can do at the events, either through uh, the breaks or, or the lunch or the dinners that we have. So I think um, for me this year, people will expect to be challenged. The conference program is quite evocative. Some of the speakers are very um, well-regarded and are absolute experts in their fields. And I think Jonathan Slater has put together a great lineup. I think we sometimes we get too comfortable in, in what we do, and it's nice to be pushed. And as leaders in the industry, I think we have to expect that to happen. And I'm hoping the conference will do that this year. We're always open to new ideas. Um, and I think the, the challenges we faced in 2022, some of them will carry over into 23 and it will be really good to, to explore new ideas of how we overcome those. Um, I think the theme is push, is pushing the boundaries of our thinking. I think it's enabling us to pull knowledge from outside the sector. So it's not just what do we learn from our colleagues in hospitality, mm-hmm. but actually what can you learn from other industries? What can you learn from other leaders who've never worked in hospitality? How do they apply some of the challenges we face today in their industries or their fields of expertise might be sport, might be exploration. It might be finance. It it might be the health service, who knows? Mm. Um, And I think by being challenged by these people, it it, it does help us to think outside the box. And I think we need to encourage this um, and we need to try and, be open-minded to exploring new things i think that the lineup of the talks that we've put together are topics that have become points of discussion in the last 12 months Mm -hmm. Uh, some of them are some of them continue to be on the agenda all the time but they evolve and change and we need to adapt and be flexible as they come along so sustainability i think is a big one finance was the other one that's a lot of feedback that came from last year so this year uh, looking at economics, looking at sustainability, uh, we've put onto the agenda. I think the conference is very much aimed at leaders and at leadership, but at different levels. You don't have to be a general manager. We, we, you know, we have spaces available for some of our aspiring leaders, for example, who, who are attending the conference at a, at a much reduced rate. But we're trying to encourage anybody who's aspirational to be a leader or is currently a leader to attend. Um, because... Some of them will be the GMs of the future, and I think we need to in- embrace those people and seek their ideas. It'd be nice to hear what they have to say about what we got to do. They will be employing people of the future, and they're currently employees. How are they being treated? What do they want uh, in terms of their uh, their package and their benefits and their flexible working practice? And so, it's really important, I think, to engage young people, and, and that's why we've made sure that we've tried to keep it as open as we can to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Jonathan's worked hard on the speakers and has got some award-winning people lined up like Brendan Hall, who's there to discuss teamwork uh, and building trust within the community. He worked on on, on the sailing boats uh, and every three months his crew would change as new as new uh, volunteers came on board. He would have to rebuild the team and he's going to teach us about how he managed that and, and the, the impact of that. Um, you've got somebody like Dr. Vicky Barnes, Um, who's a doctor of clinical psychology, who hopefully will explore the sort of power of positivity and why happy people often foster the best working cultures. Not exactly rocket science, but it's actually very hard in your daily job sometimes to be positive all the time. Mm -hmm. But if you remain positive as leaders, then that does inspire uh, and uh, ignite other people um, to be positive and, and to go about their job. So I think there's some really good aspects of the conference that are coming up. And, and uh, I know that we're, we're almost at capacity, which is great news. A few tickets still left, but um, um, it should be a great event.
0: Oh, fantastic. Taking um, professionals from outside of the hospitality industry is rather compelling. And like you said, there's, there's lots to learn there. I'd like to end this conversation on quite a hefty question that I'm going to ask you, Dan, Um, you we've talked a lot about leader, leadership, aspiring leaders, and, and, and maybe what that means in the new environment of 2023. So I'd like to ask you, first off, how how is the role and responsibilities of hoteliers shifting with a view to maybe exploring what are those new KPIs of leadership?
1: A difficult question, <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I, you're asking me what the new KPIs are. I'm not sure what the old KPIs were, <laughs> but and I mean that flippingly uh, it, it, in a way that it, it has made me think about what's important. I think leaders are leaders regardless of the industry you're in, mm-hmm. and I don't think hospitality leaders are necessarily any different to leaders in the other industry in many ways. I think leadership clearly crosses industries. There are things that are bespoke to our industry, of course. I would suggest to you, to be a leader in hospitality, you have to be a hospitable person. You have to be engaging. You have to have an ability to to converse with the customer. You you know, yeah. you, you have to be wanting to give yourself and to give service, um, which is maybe different to some other industries. But I think, ultimately, hoteliers are like all other leaders in, in, in industries. We, and I've said this before, we have to challenge ourselves and we have to make sure that we just don't keep doing what we do. If you do, you're going to get the same rubbish coming out. So I think things like the conference um, and some of the challenges that we're facing in the moment are making us look at what we do. Some of the core KPIs will remain for leadership mm-hmm. um, at, and, and certainly in hospitality. But. I think some of the new ones that we will be regarded as as skills that we have to change are things like agility. Mm -hmm. We, We have to be way more agile now. For the last three years, pandemic, cost of living, Brexit, trying to do a forecast has been impossible. Some of us don't even know what's happening next week, let alone what's happening in three months time or 12 months time. And therefore the agility that is now required to run your business and to run your teams has greatly increased. And I think we all have to find ways to remain agile. Um, And and that comes often through communication, that comes through making sure you're talking to your your clientele as much as talking to your team and finding out what they need. So I think we're having to listen way more as leaders Mm -hmm. to understand our customers and understand our team to make sure that we are hitting the mark and and, and meeting expectations on both sides. I think flexibility, um, the the customer now comes in and and as leaders in, in our businesses, we have to encourage our team to meet their needs. They will come in with an expectation of X, Y and Z and nine out of 10 times we might be offering ABC. And we have to be able to adapt and be flexible at the time it's about being agile, trying to tailor mate to the customer's needs. On the same side for the team, we have to remain flexible because flexible working patterns are now becoming half of the course. People are looking at four-day weeks. They're working the same number of hours, but they're working into four days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People are, are are wanting to work from home. Some of the some of the, the roles in hospitality, whether it's finance or HR or marketing aren't operational in the sense that they don't have to be in front of a customer. So Mm -hmm. now we're looking at at much more flexible working, people working from home for two days a week. um, And um, and if we want to be appealing um, to a diverse market, then we have to look at the needs of all our staff, whether it's males or females, um, in terms of how they operate, in terms of um, what they're looking for in a job. We need to look at the time they work. We need to look at the uh holiday they have we need to get that balance of work life changing generations are looking for different things rightly or wrongly you 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 know things are changing and as much as maybe we don't like some of the changes or we don't agree with some of the changes that's who we're employing and if that's what they want then we have to look to try and compromise and meet their needs and being flexible is really important i think resilience it's the word that we all use but it's amazing how unresilient people are mm. um, and I think I think leaders need to be resilient in the space of being bold and confident not arrogant but bold and confident. people want to see leaders stand up and lead the way they want them to people want to know they're going in the right direction people want to know they're working for a, a good team mm-hmm. people want to know that the business is strong and going to stand up and I think um, it's really important that 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 hospitality leaders now stand up and, and be counted, get involved in the public conversation. It's not only about your business. there's a wider community out there we, we, you know how do we affect as leaders, how do we affect the psychology of parents whose children want to come into hospitality? Mm. how How do we affect the courses that are being run by universities? Hospitality. It's not just about your day job, and I think leaders need to stand up uh, and definitely get involved in some of these wider conversations, so that we can change the culture within our business and be progressive. I think it's about being progressive, and I think in the past we've been we could be criticised as being slightly regressive. Mm
0: -hmm. Working
1: practices are changing. Zero hour contracts they are vanishing. The laws Mm -hmm. are changing, uh, and we have to adapt and, and, and be resilient with those changes. And I think positivity, we all want to work. We want to work with igniters, not drains. We want to work people with a fun. We want to work people that come in and say, great, what are we doing today? Uh, we want people that, 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 that want to work in the industry that see it as not just a job, but a way of life, that they want to give hospitality. Um, and I think we need to embrace those people and we need to make sure that we stay positive and that we shine the light on these areas. Mm-hmm. So that we encourage our teams uh, to, jo- to, to 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 stay in our industry, that we retain them, and that we encourage new ones to come in. So I think, um, I mean, if you're asking me for literal KPIs, I think we will be judged by survival is probably the first. You know, you only have to hear about pubs closing, uh, hotels closing seasonally because of the, the cost of energy. Will they reopen in March, April? Will they still be there? We don't know. We literally don't know. How will people trade this summer? Will they be here next winter? And I, I think you know, some of us are literally turning around and saying, if we're still here in one year, then actually that's quite a good KPI. We've done well. I think we'll be judged by our teams, staff mm-hmm. attraction and retention. And I think the other real big one at the moment is empathy and understanding. Mm. I think people want leaders to to, to understand where they're coming from, what their generation psychic is at the moment. Are we, are we talking about generation X or Y or millennials who we employ? Are we, are we trying to attract, you know, over fifties? They require different empathy. They require different uh, perspective on how they want to work, what they want to do, how many hours they want to work in a week, Mm -hmm. um, what their commitments are at home, uh, and I think we need to have a better understanding of our workforce if we want to to improve the way we we a re- attract them and b retain them. So yeah, KPIs is a difficult one in in many ways, and I've maybe given you some concepts that I think we need to have. But I think yeah, leadership will be judged by some of those core values,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and I think those that have the better core values will be better leaders and will survive longer. Um, and the great thing about our industry is the uh, uh, collaboration that goes on between hoteliers. Yeah. We don't tend to be, we don't tend to view each other as enemies, but we tend to view each other as as friendly competitors. And, and you know, we're always willing to share an idea and, and, and help each other out. And, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today if, if fellow hoteliers and leaders hadn't helped me out. Uh, and given me advice. And I think that that is um, something that I'm relying on more and more, even as my role as chairman of MIs, Mm -hmm. I'm always seeking advice, seeking counsel as to what we do and how we do it, taking and that could be advice from different corners of the organization, from some of the old guard to the new guard, young ones, the old ones, to see how we move things forward and, and what their experiences are. So I think um, yeah, empathy and understanding is is really important. Attracting staff and, reta- and retaining the staff, and then literally just survival at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to think Boutique Hotel News has a role to play in helping, sharing those ideas, those educational pieces, that advice, and and hosting the the right conversations with the right people to make sure that we are thought-provoking and making people think differently about how we can overcome the challenges that lay ahead. Really appreciate your time today, Dan. Thank you so much. Best of luck with the conference. No doubt I'll be charting your success in your new role and we'll look to catch up soon. Take care.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Eloise.
0: thanks for listening to the boho news podcast if you'd like to keep up to date with industry news head on over to boutiquehotelnews.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter